This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Um, wanted to talk about some week five buy low candidates, some guys that you can buy on the cheap right now. Um, you know, there are plenty of players that, you know, you wouldn't even want to think about putting in your lineup right now. Um, and, you know, those are the guys who are ideal buy low candidates because their owner is thinking the same exact thing. Um, and they just don't know what to do with those players. They don't want to start them. Uh, but sometimes you don't have any other option, and they definitely can't cut them either. So, um, you know, don't trade your studs away to any of these guys to get some of these buy-low players. Um, but, you know, I would send some RB3s, some low-end RB2s, some wide receiver 3s, some low-end wide receiver 2s for these guys, depending on who you're getting, um, you know, to see if any of these players can be become, like, you know, my flex option or my RB2 or upgrade a couple of my, you know, low-end RB2s to have a high-end RB2 or a couple of RB2s to get an RB1, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and once their situation of these buy-low guys gets right, you know, you might have a stud on your hands. So, you know, if you're 4 and 0 right now, if you're 3 and 1, you know, you can really get crazy and you know, you can really do some damage um, you know, and have the you know, afford to wait a little bit. Now, I'm I'm not going to compromise my starting lineup. You know, whatever brought me to 4 and 1 or 3 4 and 0 or 3 and 1, I'm not going to compromise that um, you know, and have one position that isn't as good anymore after making a trade. Uh, but what I would do is, you know, look at who's on my bench, you know, and maybe combine one of those bench guys with a starter to make one of those starting slots better. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into the guys. Everybody's favorite receiver right now, Amari Cooper. Um, this guy, man, like we just don't know what to do with him. You know, you, you know, you can literally trade him for pennies on the dollar right now. That's how owners are feeling about Amari Cooper this year. Um, he's just at his lowest value possible right now. He's been severely underperforming. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, he's out for a few weeks, um, you know, and then on top of that, Cooper's been dropping passes, not getting the targets that he needs. Um, and, you know, this week, owners will probably bench him. You know, he's a tough matchup. Um, and on top of that, you know, not he doesn't have the best quarterback throwing him the ball this week. So, that's where you come in, um, you know, save those owners from their distress of Amari Cooper, um, you know, offer them a couple of decent wide receivers as a package, take Cooper, throw him on your bench for a few weeks until Carr is back, you know, he's still 18th in targets, um, you know, so the ball is going to come his way and he's going to have his big games, um, you know, he has he had a couple tough matchups and on top of that, um, you know, Crabtree has been doing a lot. Um, so, you know, you can have a high-end wide receiver, too, in the second half of the season, you know, and it's not going to cost you much. You know, it, you know, if he's the worst receiver in your lineup, 
on a on a weekly basis, at, you know, in the second half of the season, I think you know that's a pretty good that's a pretty good proposition if you really think about it. Um, you know, you should bounce back. The targets are still going to come his way, and uh, you know, I think he'll be fine as long as you can afford to put him on, on your bench right now. I would I would try to get Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen. Uh, he opened the season with a bang. Uh, but with Sam Bradford getting hurt, his numbers have been dwindling a little bit. And, you know, owners are thinking twice before putting Thielen in their lineups. I'm personally not thinking twice. I'm playing him in PPR this week and, and any week. Um, he's just been getting it done. Uh, but, you know, he can turn into a very dependable wide receiver, too, down the stretch once their quarterback play becomes more stable. He's a very talented wide receiver, and him and Diggs have turned into an exceptional one-two punch. His value right now is even lower you know, now that Dalvin Cook is out for the season, so owners are a little bit on tilt because of that as well. They don't think the offense offense is going to be as good. Um, but I, honestly, I really think that consistency will be the name of the game with Thielen down the stretch. And the more consistent guys I can have in my lineup, you know, combined with a couple of, you know, high ceiling guys, you know, that's that's perfect for me. So these type of players, I think, are very uh, important to, to any weekly lineup. Ty Montgomery, um, you know, he's been, uh, you know, he's been pretty hyped, you know, uh, for the beginning of the season. But, you know, with this last injury, things have changed just a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of talk about Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Owners might be worried about the future of Ty Montgomery, whether his role is secure. And by the way, it is very secure, <laughs> you know, but I think a lot of owners might be worried because of all the talk of their, his backups. Like, oh, what if they take over this and that? I, I'm not worried about that at all. And you shouldn't be either. Um but his snap percentage, you know, it will probably come down just because, like, yeah, he got hurt. And, like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have been putting him out for 90% of the snaps. Um, you know, and the fact that his snap percentage can't come down, that's something you can kind of take advantage in your bartering talks. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, man, like, his his snaps are going to come down. Like, you know, you sure you want to keep him? That sort of thing. That's how I would talk. You just got a little, little, a little uh, flavor of my sales pitch just now. Um, but... But in reality, like, what is he going to come down from? 90%? You know what I mean? I'll take that. There's, there's hardly any running backs coming in close. Le'Veon Bell comes close, but that's about it. Um, you know, whoever the starting running back is in this offense will be an RB1 or close to it, especially in PPR leagues, and Montgomery's pretty talented. So if the Montgomery owner doesn't have much beyond Montgomery, I would entice him with a couple of running backs that he can feel good about playing this week. So if you got Murray on waivers, you know, for Latavius Murray, for example, on waivers this week, I would flip him, you know, combine him with another running back. You know, he's a hot name right now. It, it, maybe that owner wished they had the number one waiver priority so they could pick up Latavius Murray and you're giving it to him with another running back. All you need is Ty Montgomery, you know, uh, in his place. And Montgomery might not even play this week. So that owner might really want to do that deal. Um, Michael Crabtree, you know, he's in the middle of a bunch of tough matchups. No Derek Carr. You know, uh, he's in the middle of an injury as well. Um, so he's at his lowest point of the season. He's going to co- come back from here. Uh, I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, but it, it's important to identify players at their lowest perceived value in the season. And this is probably it for Crabtree, which is a good sign because it's really not that low. Um, in, it's possible that he's unplayable while Carr is out, but they are skipping over a few tough matchups, which is kind of a good thing. It kind of you know, prevents you from making that decision to sit Crabtree in a tough matchup. Um, so, you know, Crabtree, he's going to be consistent outside of those very, very tough matchups. Um, and he's Carr's favorite red zone target. As we've seen, he had three, a three touchdown game this year. Um, 
and he always comes through as a legit wide receiver too. So I would package a you know a couple of bench wide receivers and maybe a running back and go get Crab. Um, you know, I think he's somebody that you know, like I said with Thielen, these are the guys you want in your lineup to provide that consistency. Uh, Julio Jones. How am I going to get Julio Jones? Well, Julio he hasn't reached the end zone yet, so you're going to use that to your advantage. He's hurt. It's a bye week. People need wide receivers to play this week. Um, I would package a couple of legit wide receivers. They have to be legit. You know, you have to give up players you actually like, maybe a solid running back too, and go get yourself a stud wide receiver. If you're going to get a stud wide receiver, this would be the time to go get Julio. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Cooks, he's going to see better days. You know, he had that one good game, but if you have a high floor team already, I think Cooks will be an ideal fit onto your team. You know, you're going to be okay with the duds, but when he booms, your team's ceiling will be very high because your floor is already high, so Cooks just brought that ceiling way higher. Um, He's a weak winner, right, when he has those games, and I would just try to get him as, you know, the Cooks owners are on tilt. You know, he's having unpredictable performances during those first four weeks, so I would package a couple of legit wide receivers for Cooks as long as you're already solid at the position with the high floor. Uh, Martavis Bryant. Um, you know, there are doubts from owners that Brian will ever get it together because he hasn't really d- got, it, got it done. But he's had some tough matchups, and Big Ben is, has been away from home. So, you know, the best thing about you after grabbing Brian is that those tough matchups are nearing an end, and you'll know exactly when to play him. And that's at home and in horrible, you know, in non-horrible matchups. So, you know, this week is very tough with Boye and Ramsey covering the outside, but after that, it should get much easier to start Brian with confidence to raise your ceiling on your team. So he's someone I'm aiming to either have in my flex or in my bench or spot start him in weeks where he's a good matchup. He can be a weak, a weak winner, you know, and, you know, since owners haven't seen that much this year, they will assume it's not coming. So I'm going to take advantage of that. Melvin Gordon, um, he's getting the opportunity. It's just that he hasn't been able to perform. Um, he's been kind of consistent, and you know he hasn't killed you. Um, but his injury, his making, it's making owners unsettled. Um, so I'm gonna go grab Gordon. He's the clear starter. He's getting most downs, and you know his work in the passing game is gonna keep you alive every single week, no matter how his rushing totals end up. He's gonna end up as an RB one, no doubt. Um, but you probably can get him for a couple of RB twos. So. I'll make that trade every single time. He might be a bit tougher to get if you're just looking at fantasy points since he's got it done for the most part. Uh, but some owners might be worried about his numbers without his touchdowns. Uh, so I would go get him if you can. Uh, Rob Kelly, uh, he's on a buy right now. He's hurt right now. Some owners aren't even sure that he has the job between him and Perrine because of all the flux over the past few weeks. Um, but Kelly, you know, he should be pretty easy to get. Um, If you're a running back needy, I think he's a good target. He hasn't got the touches we expected him to get yet, but that's just simply because of game script and injuries so far. And, you know, Kirk Cousins is not getting it together in those first couple weeks, and now he has it together. So I think once this Redskins offense really becomes settled and Cousins gets into his own, which he's starting to do, I think Kelly, he's going to be very involved. He's going to get 15 to 20 carries per game, including goal line carries. So with the uncertainty around him, even after playing, you know, you know, there's a little bit of uncertainty whether he's going to play after his bye, so I think he's an easy target. He's If you can afford having a running back on your bench for a couple of weeks, I think he's a great target right now. Um, uh, don't worry about his job. 
Um, you know, Perrine fumbled a couple of times, and Perrine, because of that, Perrine will never, ever win this job unless unless Kelly gets hurt. You know, we've seen that uh, from this coaching staff. You know, if you fumble, you're done for. But, you know, he Perrine will get an opportunity if Kelly gets hurt. So the good thing about Kelly, too, is that you have a clear handcuff in Perrine. So if you're a handcuff type of person, have Perrine on your bench as well. Um, and, you know, as long as you're starting Kelly, you know, if Kelly goes down, you have a starter right on your bench that you don't need to worry about picking up off of waivers. Um, but that's all I had. Those are the um, buy-low candidates for week five that I wanted to get out there. Um, good luck. You make some trades. You know, your team isn't that good or your team is great. You just want to make it better. Um, you know, this is the best thing to do, like to improve your team. Um, to buy guys low. Remember, buy guys low, sell high, and you'll be okay. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. I'm going to do another episode later today or tomorrow on start sits. Uh, keep, an, keep an ear out for that. Um, you can find me at Faraz Siddiqui on Twitter at F-A-R-A-Z-S-I-D-D-I-Q-I. I'm also, we're also on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. You can DM me over there, um, upperhandfantasy.com and upperhandffb on Twitter. Take it easy, guys.